Hello everybody, my name is Joe Shelton and I'm a singer, songwriter, music producer, and recording artist from Indianapolis, Indiana. Over the last year, I've stepped out and performed music on over 200 stages. Along the way though, I met a lot of great people that I didn't expect to. They were inspiring artists and songwriters and musicians, and I want to share all of that inspiration with you. So that's what this show is about. Moonshine equals love, shine and love on the music. Moonshine and Music starts now. Everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Moonshine and Music. This is a great episode today. We got Brandon Wadley in the studio. Brandon's a super nice guy, and he's uh, from down south, and um, he uh, is going to tell you a lot about his music and where he came from and all that stuff, which is very exciting. But before we do that, I want to talk about this week's activities. You can come to the show Wednesday night in Shelbyville, Indiana at Westside Pub and Grub and see me play. I'm also playing Thursday night in Greenwood at Mashcraft Brewing and on Saturday night at Books and Brews in Carmel, Indiana. So you'll get a three opportunities to see me in four days this week. So I'd love to see some of you guys out there. But if I don't see you then, you can see me right here every Sunday. And so let's get on with that. Today's episode, Brandon Wadley, coming up right now. All right, welcome to Moonshine and Music, Brandon Wadley. Thank you. It's very nice to have you at the show today. Yeah, it's good. Good to be here. So um, the show, uh, the, the focus of the show is on the artists and trying to get to know them better. And so... Yeah. Uh, that's that's what we're that's what we're gonna try to attack. I don't know if we'll attack. Achieve. Can we just like <laughs> make it a little more gentle than attack? Okay. Getting to know Maybe each other. We'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll have a beer. We'll be at Books and Brews. We'll yeah. Converse in front of a bunch of Klieg lights. Converse. 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 Something like that. Converse All Star. <laughs> I am an all-star of conversion. Hey, now. I think so. Maybe not. Anyway, uh, where'd you grow up, and uh, and uh, how did that go? <laughs> wow. Well, I grew up in East Tennessee. I was born in Knoxville. Yeah. And I grew up in Maryville, which is like a suburb of Knoxville. Right. Um, I lived in basically the foothills of the Smoky Mountains is where I grew up, and then... Um, when I was, I guess, three years ago, my wife and I moved here. So most of our lives, most of my life has been spent in Tennessee. Oh, wow. So, and it was like, you know, childhood has, has so much, I don't know how much time we have. Childhood, childhood has so much. And it was, it was great sometimes, most of the time. But, you know, it was, uh, it was childhood. It was a lot of growing up. So growing up in uh, Dolly Parton's hometown, kind um, of. How did the uh, how did the music bug strike you? Oh man, 
Well, I think my first real exposure to music was at church. Like, my dad is a pastor as a Methodist church, so like, a lot of my influences early, early on were like hymns and like Christian music. And then when I was like in middle school, I started branching out and going, "Wow, there's this whole other world of like beauty and art that um, that is that is also beautiful and truthful and isn't just like." Does it just have like a Christian label or something like that? So that was a great realization. And when I was like 12, I got my first guitar and um, I've been playing since then. And I was like, I wanted to be in the band in middle school, but then like I joined too late and they were like, no, you need to either take lessons or not be in the band. So I was like, I guess I'll play guitar, which was a great decision. I don't think oboe would have been as useful in my life, unfortunately. I don't know, man. Nobody's doing oboe uh, here at like the at the local bars, sure. and I mean, I think you'd have a niche. I mean, open mic, man. That that's such an that's such an open-ended invitation. It can be anything you want. I, I'm sure that if you come in here on a Thursday for the open mic and bring an oboe, that everybody will watch for a minute, at least. Especially if I don't know how to play it. Probably like, <laughs> <laughs> at least as long until you started playing it, right? Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. You know, I haven't seen oboe at an open mic, but I think it would be entertaining, especially if the person was good, honestly, because you'd be like freaked out by I feel it. I like there's a pun in here somewhere. There's probably oboe. a pun. Oboe. Oh, Bo, you think you can play, but <laughs> really. Bo. Bo. Is that yeah. what they called you when you lived in East Tennessee? No. Or? I knew a guy named Bo one time. Uh, I bet. But no, they just, they called me Wadley pretty much all the time. Wadley? Wadley. What's up, Wadley? Yeah. Exactly like that. Exactly like that. Well, my yeah. family's from uh, Middle Tennessee. Like they where? don't call it Central Tennessee. They call it Middle Tennessee, it's of course. Sure. Like Central Indiana. Uh, yeah. It's Middle uh, Indiana sounds like it doesn't, it's like Middle Earth, it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, really Middle Tennessee Indiana. really is kind of like Middle Earth. Not that Middle I, Earth doesn't I, exist. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know. I know um, I have family from uh, Manchester and Woodbury. Yeah. 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 I I think I've been to, like, that's where um, Bonnaroo is, right? Bonnaroo is in Manchester, Manchester, yes. yeah. Yeah. It's a halfway point between Nashville and... Chattanooga. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of 24. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I've been to Knoxville many times on my way to Pigeon Forge and yep. Gatlinburg. And, yeah. My dad actually vacation. grew up in the same city that, or I guess, like, Gatlinburg, Sevierville, Pigeon Forge area, mm -hmm. which is where Dolly Parton is from, so... Claim to fame. There it is. Yeah, it is. And they, and they have a nice amusement park there as well. They do. And the, the water park is awesome. And <laughs> the yeah. water park. It's awesome. And they the used to have hillbilly right. golf, but I heard it burned down. Um, you know, I, I loved that. Yeah. Did you ever do the hillbilly golf? I where think you like you like not. ride the little tram up to the top of the mountain and you play miniature golf down the like mountain? Like in downtown Gatlinburg, you drive by it and it's there. But I've never actually been to it. Uh, My dad uh, probably did, though. I, I did, you know, I had little kids and they like, we have to play hillbilly golf. I'm like, okay. All right. You know, whatever, whatever keeps you guys happy. Is hillbilly golf like you played with sticks and rolled up laundry or something? No, you actually <laughs> played with regular uh, equipment. You were just, you know, on the side of a mountain, basically. Yeah. Like each hole and then you take a couple steps down to the next one. I imagine it'd be pretty challenging. It, it, you know, if you fall off there, it could be really challenging for your health. Indeed. It was pretty tall. So, um. Yes. 
Growing up in that area, did the uh, uh, did uh, um, and you said that you were, uh, were when were you first in a band? Like, because you you said you started playing around twelve. Yeah. Uh, when did you first come up with a band or start writing songs? Either one of those. Yeah, groups. I mean, I was like in the youth group band, and then I started my own band in high school, and we played like two shows, and I was kind of launched into being the singer and lead guitar player. Or I guess like the guitar player and singer. That sounds like your band now. Kinda, yeah. And like, I was not a singer at all, and then I was kind of thrust into this position where I was like, well, I guess I'll try. And then that's kind of a situation I've been in a lot since then, and um, it's good. Like I'm, like I, I think that the high school bands, like the first one, I think is. Uh, you know, we lasted like six months or something like that, and then I joined this other band as just the singer. Like I just, just me and a microphone, and it was like a pop punk band. So um, first band, what was it called? Lights out. Lights out. Yeah. Let's see, that's a good one. Actually, it's not a bad band name. That's not bad. That, there's it, much worse. Our band name is better than our band. I don't want to rag on them um, on, on <laughs> national broadcast. <laughs> But it was um, first bands are never good. It doesn't matter who's in. Yeah, that's why I see it. We had a couple like okay songs, and then once we broke up, we couldn't decide who keep them. So I don't think anybody did. And that's probably okay. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Was that the first song? Was it called No Regrets? I don't remember. What the first maybe song maybe, maybe that one needs to be written still. I don't know. The song is like like called like um, I don't even remember. I remember it was a key of F. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> oh, man. There we uh, go. Yeah. Anyways, so that. So the second band, ended. what was that called? Where you just were the pop, pop band yeah, and you're the lead that, singer? Yeah, that was, um, it was called 215. And they were like. Um, Why 215? Was it? There are a few reasons. It was mostly because the drummer's address was 215. Oh, uh, I see. And the drummer became one of my, like, the whole band, they became some of my best friends ever. Like, I still um, play music with, with at least one of them. Um, the 215 was like this pop punk band. They were like Yellow Card and like Blink 182 kind of influence. And I was like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and like Switchfoot kind of influenced. And we all just had an eclectic mix of sounds. So, so did you like do original? Was it originals that you yeah, came up was, with, or did you guys like do covers? They they wanted to sing like Ocean Avenue and you know a few like covers and like we did a. Uh, there's this camp song called Little Red Wagon. Have you heard uh -huh, of that song? Yeah. We did a cover of that, and it was awesome. Um, but we just we had like five original songs, and like it was kind of at that point when I was like in high school, I started to write a few songs that were pretty bad. But like toward the end of high school, I started having a few that I wanted to record. So I released an album like right after my senior, like right after I graduated high school, and um, that was my first one. How and many do you have? I have ten releases. Wow! Um, but like, I didn't know you had that many. Yeah. So like, the last four are really what I'm, what I show to people. <laughs> like, there, there, there's a bunch. It took of, six for you to go. It did. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like more than that, that didn't even get recorded. But I think, like you know, you see a bunch of. I'm gonna philosophize real quick. Like there are a lot of artists that only show you like their very, very best and on their website it's just like this grand production, but it doesn't show the first ten years of work and there's a lot to that that like for a while I had everything online, but now I have like 
just kind of what I'm identifying with, like what is still true to me. Or you're not afraid to claim? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's true. I, I mean, that. it's, yeah, it's like, a, you know, if you see like a painter display or first like drawing ever, you know, it's, it's, it might not be the best representation of the artist, but it's nothing to be ashamed of. No, it's not. Uh, I, I, for me, it's not that I'm ashamed of stuff that I did a long time ago. It just may not fit exactly what I do now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you uh, change so much. You know, in the, like in the '90s, I was in a, a cover band that played a lot of uh, '80s songs and yeah. '90s songs, and there weren't any, hardly any original songs. So yeah. anything that would have been recorded of that, I don't really care if it shows up anywhere. Because for sure. What, what, what's the big deal, yeah, you know? It's true. I mean, if somebody wants to put it somewhere, great, but I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to seek it out, take it off a of videotape, and then yeah. <laughs> I'm old. You, you know, that's how right. it works. Um, so as you uh, started working on I mean, 10 albums worth. The first one, did you like go into a studio? Did you do it in your garage? What what happened? What, how did that the first play album, out? Because yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me when you've uh, done a few, how, you know, what, what way do you prefer? How do you yeah. work at it? The, uh, the first one was done partially in my friend's basement, and the rest of it was done in like, my bedroom. And that's kind of how I made the first like eight albums. They were just like, um, sometimes in my bedroom. Um, later on, they were like, you know, if I wanted to get a certain sound, it might be in a hallway at a school or like a lot of stuff in uh, like practice rooms at college. And then um, my, the last album, I, I guess in like 2014, I released an album called In the Morning and that whole thing was recorded in a sanctuary. So it's just like one mic and a bunch of instruments and one space. And I didn't actually record like in a studio until 2015. For Wilderness Hymnal, which came out in 2016, so it's been a process of. I think that album and your new one are the two that I've listened to. Yeah, yeah, and those are probably the two that I play the most from. Um, yeah. So, so um, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. You were recording in a in a sanctuary, mm -hmm. so like in a church, basically, yeah. and so you just like set one mic out there and just let the acoustics take over, or. Yeah. Um, like, I think part of it, you know, is, like, the actual, like, sound of the room. And then it's also, like, um, just, like, the space was just, like, a, you know, it's actually, like, a sanctuary. So it was, like, I could really focus. And there's something to, like, the integrity of the work. Like, I could have recorded all, like, in a, in a padded booth and all that kind of thing. But I really like my music to have a kind of life that is only really found in like atmosphere and like actual place-based sounds. So that's something that like from an artistic standpoint is something that's really important to me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean one of my favorite places to play is Logan Street Sanctuary. Do you oh, yeah, that place? it's a really cool place, yeah. yeah. That's where I think we met there. Did we? Yeah, yeah I, I met Jeremy there. I, I, I have uh, many I know, I know we uh, Liberty Street once. That's what it together. is. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, I, th I think I remember seeing you at Logan Street as well. Okay. But I love that place because it, it, the sound in there is just like you know the, they, when they built those little small churches like mm. that. And I know that's a music venue now, but yeah, 
they built those there's something about the way they built the acoustics that just made things carry yeah and so everything in there just sounds rich yeah totally you know and all, all that all those pews that are wood and everything mm -hmm. they like kind of resonate yeah and um, so I can see I think that's a really cool project where you did it in there I kind of want to hear the, the record yeah totally now. like that that album's called In the Morning is it is it on yeah, digital it's online um, you can find cool. it on brandonwadley.bandcamp.com <laughs> uh, it's all go. there um, yeah that's actually an album I released on my wedding day and it's like in the same sanctuary that oh. we got married so it's all these wonderful kind of connections through that album so so you, you mentioned that you went to college where, where was that down in Knoxville as well did you um, so I went to college for two years at Lee University which is in Cleveland like near Chattanooga area and then uh -huh. Um, I transferred from there after two years to East Tennessee State. I went th for three more years, and that was in Johnson City, which is like near the Bristol Motor Speedway, near the mountains. Yeah, um, I've been there. It's a really cool place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so five years of college, <laughs> different places. Uh, you know, it is what it is. So what, what brought you up here to, to the Midwest? Yeah, um, like I came up here to visit a couple friends. Um, my wife and I drove up here, it was in March 2015, and like we were just hanging out with them and met this guy who was starting a, like an orthopedic practice, and my wife is a nurse, so he was like, would you be interested in having a job? So it was this kind of wild connection. And he like knew like our campus minister, um, so it, it was just kind of this wild connection. And after thinking about it for a couple days, we were like, I guess we'll move to Indianapolis. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't Indianapolis, if it was anywhere else in Indiana, it might not have happened, but um, we were just so attracted by the music here and the art. Like, the art scene here is magnificent and this wonderful community. And um, we, we knew we wanted to go somewhere else besides Johnson City. And we'd been married, like, eight months or something at the time, so we moved here in June 2015. No, I mean, uh, I, I'm constantly amazed at what comes out of the art scene in Indianapolis. Um, not, not just music, but um, all the different kinds of arts, performing arts. For sure. um, and, you know, um, it's, it's a, it, is a, it is a great community. We have yeah. a great, um, like, kind of tradition of it. It's kind of like a sleeper. Like hmm. the rest of the country and the world, they like you know people coming to Indianapolis yeah. all the time. I'm like, wow, yeah, you have that here. You know, I mean, it's like I mean they think it's all about like you totally. know racing, right? But <laughs> racing and corn and soybeans yeah. and things like that. But like there are cities like Iowa City, like St. Louis. There's like Chattanooga, like all these like kind of funny little cities that aren't like that popular for much, um, but they'll have these burgeoning music scenes and. Like, that's like, I mean, where the people are, I think, is where that kind of thing happens. Yeah, I mean, I love so. to go over to, like, St. Louis and play. There's a yeah. great scene over there, and there's some mm -hmm. great shops. Totally. There's some great guitar shops in St. Louis. Okay. Well, the last time I was over there, I went to, like, five. Wow. Just, like, I, I was, because I kept hearing about these places. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? I got an afternoon to kill. Let's, like, visit nice. all the guitar stores. So yeah, that yeah. Was kind of fun. I've never actually been to St. Louis. Well, yeah. like, I was, like, a baby. I went, I don't remember. Oh, uh, yeah. You should go over there. Yeah. It's, it's, there's just lots of stuff to uh, yeah. get into musically. Um, anyway, are you ready to play some tunes for us? Yeah. 
All right, man. Let's get in there and knock it out of the park. Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next week on Moonshine and Music, Jack Barkley of Whoa Tiger is going to be in the studio, and he's going to sing great tunes that sound like this. And I watch each day go by, got a teardrop in my eye, wondering if it'll ever be the same. But the same just didn't get enough, but take the good times and the tough ones, know it will always be young. This is a song called Rapids.
so much more than just wishing it's it's uh, relying and, and anchoring yourself into something bigger than yourself so a song called war I think I've lost it my heart blows like the wind with every season the hope that I once had is non-existent I'm numb to who I am and what I know You know what it's like To lose yourself inside of your own head In there it's difficult to decide who are your friends You don't know who you are or where you've been Because it's war Inside my spirit and I'm losing To myself and to the fright of my very eyes Cause after all, this is a fight we're in Yeah, after all, this is a fight we're in I hate to see Reflection in the shimmer of my tears Right next to you I'm feeling older than my years I'm glad to hear it You're interested in other things Yeah, I don't blame you I wouldn't feel sorry for myself If I were you Because it's war Self into the fright of my very eyes Cause after all, this is a fight we're in Yeah, after all, this is a fight we're in Repeating. Don't make sense anymore. What 
did you mean when you reached out for my hand? I know you meant it, but it's okay. You don't have to mean it now. And I thought I saw it. Thought I recognized the vital signs of life. Thought I knew what was wrong and what was right, but love doesn't know regret or wasted time. Yeah, love doesn't know regret or wasted time. Even in war, even when the war inside of you is raging. After all, we're all we really fighting. Yeah, after all, we're all we really fighting for. Thanks. So recently, I released an album. Um, in 2017, in November, actually at Square Cat Vinyl was where the show was, and um, it was an album all about learning to become yourself and seeing the beauty in that and the freedom in that, but also um, having the will to grow and to change. And this whole song is about um, the parts inside that require just like surgery, like really hard learning and. Uh, how beautiful, but also how painful that can be. This is a song called Cardiopalagia. Galvanize the work is tempered, illuminate the eminence. There's a fountain in the valley written on the ground you're standing on. Catalyze the marrow, cold comfort, desperation. The dregs of the patricor are carving out the residuals. Knowing what's best for me The old locust man still seeks To wage his wars in between me Let my shame and fear know truth And my abiding doubt I know it's you 
Wish I had a hundred lifetimes to live and love and clean the mess I don't Cardioplegic kindness, wake with me. Thank you for being on the show. Very nice job today. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Be sure to come back next week for Jack Barkley. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notifications button, the like button, leave comments, all that jazz that everybody has to tell you and remind you to do. Please do it because we want to chat with you. Chat us up. Chat us up in the comments. Let's talk about today's episode. We can talk about Tennessee or any of Brandon's tunes or anything that you want to talk about. Or we can talk about 15 episodes ago. I don't care. Bring it in. Bring it on. Bring it. Just bring it. Okay. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys being here. We'll see you next Sunday and every Sunday on Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2018, all rights reserved. The producer for today's show is Joe Shelton, and our cameraman, grip, and stunt double was Brent Lee Smith. Please join us again next Sunday for Moonshine and Music.